0: Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Dean's List. I'm Dean Miller coming to you from the Twangtown Lounge as always. This week I'm going to do a song-by-song description of my new album 1965. Kind of tell you a little bit about what went into each song but before I do that I'd like to take a moment to talk about what's going on in the world. At this time we have protests, we have terribly sad, horrible situations, police violence against citizens, we have a COVID-19 pandemic, and just like many of you, my nerves are raw, my emotions are running high, and I don't want anyone to think that I'm not empathetic and don't care about what's going on. But at the same time, I'm just a dumb country singer, (laughs) and for me to comment and tell everybody what they should think or believe is probably not a good idea at this moment. I could share with you my opinions. I could share with you what I think and feel about these situations. But honestly, right now, I just wanna take these 15 minutes of this podcast and escape and relax and think about something pleasant for just 15 minutes. As soon as this podcast's over, I'll go back to raw nerves and high emotions, just like everybody else. I'm with you, I understand. But this format and this program are really just for discussing music, cool stories, so that everybody walks away feeling uplifted. So I hope you understand that. If you wanna contact me through my social media, I will be glad to share my opinions, my feelings. I'll have a dialogue with you. I'm open to all of that. But for the sake of Dean's List and this podcast, I'm going to keep just this format for music and cool stories. How about that? We're going to split this week's episode into two parts because there's just too much to cover. So this week we're going to cover the first half of the album and what the songs are about and all that stuff. And next week we'll cover the second half of the album. With that being said, let's dive right into my new album, 1965. In a way, I suppose I'm promoting this album. So before we get started talking about 1965, let me play the theme from our regular feature, Shameless Plug.
1: Shameless plug, shameless plug, I'm gonna make a shameless plug. Y'all wanna hear a shameless plug, cause I'm gonna make a shameless plug.
0: I've probably spent two to three years putting this album together. In the middle of making it, I got involved in a television program that I can't really talk about right now, but I will talk about it in future episodes because that's a story in and of itself. But I do want to say that because of that television program and the production I was involved in, I had a clause in my contract that said I could not release music while under that contract. So, it prevented me from putting this album out. So, I had it about 3 quarters of the way finished and I put it on a shelf for a few months and then when that contract ran out, I went back and finished the album and now it's coming out in just a couple of weeks and I will, I promise, address the story as why I couldn't release it for a while, but I'll save that for a whole episode because it's going to take that long to tell that story. But I have the new album ready to go. I actually have CD copies for sale. You can hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and I'll get back to you right away with how to get the album. And I'll autograph all those albums that I send out too. If you want to wait for the streaming or the downloads, that'll be out in a couple of weeks, the end of June. I'm very excited to get this out in the world, and I can't wait for everybody to hear it. Let me tell you a little bit about what went into the songs. and. the writing of them. I'll just go song by song and tell you about each one. First on the album is the song 1965.
1: Let's take a trip around the world and never leave this town. I'll pick you up in my Cadillac and we'll take a spin around. Burn some gas Tonight. Let's drive around like it's 1965.
0: And that song is simply an homage to the years 1965 to 75. That decade is really. A, a big part of my memories. It's a big part of my childhood. And I love all the style and coolness from that era. And I just wanted to write a song that captured that time and my longing to go back to that time, if we could, even for just a little while. And I know it was a time of turmoil and Vietnam War and all of that, but it was also a time of cool black suits and Johnny Cash and dark shades and beehive hairdos and a little bit of naive attitude toward life and I miss that kind of stuff. I wish there was more of it, so I wrote a song about it, and I wrote a song about pretending it was 1965, and one of the biggest things I miss about that era is the music, because I feel like country music has really suffered in the last few years, and there's so much terrible music coming out, and it didn't seem that way at that time. In 1965, it seemed like the good stuff rose to the top, and I know there's good and bad in every era, but 1965 had some of the coolest music of our time, including the song King of the Road, which came out in 1965. Next on the album is a song called The Will, The Way, and The Want To.
1: The lipstick stain on my cigarette, that's as close as I've been to kissing her yet. She smiles my way, she acts so tough, it's gonna take a lot to win her love. She's got a heart that's hard to get to, but I've got the will, the way, and the want to.
0: I heard that phrase, I can't remember where I heard it, but someone said, I've got the will, I've got the way, and I've got the want to. And and it might have been on a television show or in a movie. I honestly cannot remember where I heard that. But I wrote it down because I thought it was the coolest phrase. And I thought that would make a great song. So I I made it a song about liking a girl and and she's playing hard to get and and you both like each other, but nobody's actually said it out loud yet. So you're saying she's tough, you know, she's tough to get to, but I've got the will, the way, and the want to. That's what that song's about. And it's really just a lighthearted, fun, action-packed song. And I love the way the production came out because I would never have envisioned it that way. But once we were in the studio, the musicians came up with these great ideas, these great sounds including this organ solo that I think is just really badass. You really ought to check it out and it's uh, just a fun rockin' tune and I really like it and it's number two on the album. The third song on the record is a song called Los Angeles and yes, it's written that way, it's spelled that way and it's pronounced that way.
1: Los Angeles City of Angels Los Angeles Junkies and Strangers When the sun comes up and the hookers go home I can't say I mind sleeping alone In Los Angeles, City of Angels I really don't
0: know why as I was singing it I just kept going Los Angeles, City of Angels and the more I sang it the more I thought I kind of like that, I don't even know why I'm doing it that way But I left it alone, and I was actually trying to write like John Prine, and he's someone that I really admire and look up to, and I'm just devastated about his loss this year. But I'm glad to have this song, which reminds me of him every time I play it, and I wanted a song that would do his style of songwriting justice. I know I'm no John Prine. But I wanted to tell a story the way he tells a story, with simple chords and beautiful imagery and quirky words and wordplay. And that's, that's what I was trying to do when I wrote this song, was be like John Prine. And I thought, well, if John Prine wanted to say Los Angeles instead of Los Angeles, he would just say it. He wouldn't feel like he had to explain it. So I just left it that way and called it Los Angeles, and I'm, and I'm really proud of it. Next on the album is a song called Cold to the Touch. But the truth
1: in my veins Came on like a rush Put my hand on the glass Just like the past Baby, it was cold to the touch thought of that title and didn't really
0: know what it meant. I just thought that's a cool title, Cold to the Touch. And I thought maybe it meant love or a heart is cold to the touch after a heartbreak. And as I wrote it, I thought, you know, if a guy's drunk in a bar trying to kill his pain from a lost love, when you have ice in your drink or you touch the glass, that's cold to the touch. And I just started thinking about all the other things associated with a broken heart that are cold to the touch. And I wanted this song to have kind of a bluesy, Stevie Ray Vaughan, soulful feel. And it's all about the electric guitar in this song. So that's really what this song was born out of. It's not really a personal story or a precise story, but we've all had heartaches. We've all had heartbreak. And I put a lot of those ideas and feelings into this song. The next song is called
1: Way Back When. And my love is laying where it's always been She don't feel like she did way back when now she don't feel like she did way back when
0: and I didn't really have an idea or a title or even a subject matter of this song. I just wanted to write a song about Texas with Texas imagery and the idea of those wide open spaces I uh, lived a lot of my childhood in San Antonio, Texas, and half my family still lives there to this day, and I go there all the time, and one of my favorite places in the world is Austin, and I love that kind of feeling down there. I love the whole idea that Texas is another world unto itself. And whenever I hear about the Bandera Highway, I always think that sounds so cool. It reminds me of uh, cowboys and musicians and gypsy road dogs. I just always think Bandera Highway sounds so cool. So I just started strumming my guitar and singing Bandera Highway. I don't know why. And then the rest of the song just started flowing out. I made it a song about living off the Bandera Highway, and that's where a girl from my past lives. And every time I drive by, I'm consumed by the the ghost of my past. And that's really what the song is about. When I wrote it, I had been listening to a lot of the music by the band, Robbie Robertson and the band, and I loved the production of their records because it was really raw and rock and roll and just sounded like it was rough around the edges. So I wanted to incorporate some of that production sound in this record, and I'm very happy with the way it turned out. And just like that, before you know it, our time is up. I want to thank you guys for joining me on Dean's List. Next week, we'll cover the second half of the new album. In the meantime, I hope you all stay safe and take care of each other. And we'll see you next week on Dean's List.